Alrighty, I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Chris Hollifield. I am your host. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and uh, joining me today. Hey, today on the episode uh, 558, I get a chat with Mikkel from Chalk the Block for Charity. Such a fun conversation. We get to talk about the event, the history of the event, who they are raising charity money for, and how you can get involved. The event itself is happening in Provo, August 25th and 27th. So I hope to see you guys there. I plan on going and checking it out. It should be a good time as, you can, uh, as you're going to hear in the conversation coming up. I got a really cool announcement, though, I want to talk about really quick before we get into this conversation. Uh, this upcoming Thursday, if you're listening to this uh, when this episode releases, August 11th is a 10-year anniversary party of this podcast. I really hope you guys can make it out. We're going to be barbecuing some hamburgers, and then we're going to be doing a live podcast recording. This is happening at Title One. Title One's address is 9065 South, 1300 East in Sandy. Uh, like I said, 6 o'clock, probably going to about 9 o'clock. You know how these events go. Uh, it's going to be a live podcast recording. All ages are invited. It is free, so come early. That way you can get a seat. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see you guys there. Hey, on that note, let's get into this conversation that I had with Mikkel Law. This is a fun conversation where we get to find out all about Chalk the Block for Charity happening in Provo. Let's get into it. Well, I'm excited to chat with you, Mikkel. I mean, I want to start right at the beginning on, because um, I'm sure a lot of, of my listeners, I mean, being that we're mainly a Salt Lake City podcast, obviously I chat with a lot of Utah County people as well, but I want to get some of my listeners down to uh, down your way for this Chalk the Block thing that you got going on, this this event. Uh, down, down in Provo. What? Yes, what, I would what, love it. <laughs> let's and start. Actually, when, when is part it? Of our, yeah. Part of our charitable um, organization, they have a campus up in Salt Lake. So I'm so glad that we get some more exposure up in Salt Lake. Um, so this will be great. So our event is Chalk the Block for Charity Utah. Chalk the Block for short because the, you know, we want people to know it's for charity, but um, over the years, people just say, "Oh, chalk the block." Yeah, chalk the block, Utah. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so, so what is it? What what is chalk the block uh, that you got going on? Yeah, it's a three day street painting festival that we hold at the shops at Riverwoods, and um, artists spend Thursday, Friday, and they have to be done with their work on Saturday by three, chalking are one of our parking lots. Um, the sp each space is eight feet by eight feet. So they're big, they're big pieces and our artists sign up and they do these big, beautiful pieces. They chalk throughout those days. Uh, the community can, can come down and look at the chalk anytime during the process. Um, it's just, it's just a magical thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I say that, but um, this is our 11th year. You know, I say that, but it's, it is just amazing what is put on the, the pavement, the, the, the imagination of those who sign up and those, you know, we have a lot of people of the artists who are close to the cause, which is, um, Spectrum Academy and children with autism. So, so they, they incorporate, you know, you know, a puzzle piece or, um, the, the autism, the symbol for autism in their piece. And I, it's just, it's just a fun, fun event. So. So wait, so tell me a little bit, Spectrum Academy, that's, that, is that who you're doing the charity for? 
Yes, yes. So anything raised above and beyond what it takes to put on the festival and all of our registration fees, they all of the money raised at the festival and beyond goes to Spectrum Academy. And they have a campus in Pleasant Grove and in Salt Lake City. Why did you why did you pick them as your charity of choice? You know what? Ever since we started the festival, oh, like 11 years ago, um, we've had the connection with autism. Um, we've it's the charity has always been in some way connected with autism. Um, that's cool. And so, yeah, so that's, that's been, that's been, you know, the cause that, that it's been for. And, and it just has ended up being that every year. And I'm so grateful. I think this is our sixth year with Spectrum Academy and it's just been a great partnership to be able to support them and, and what their, the goals that they're, they, they have for their students and, um, the, with the donations, um, being donated. I know that, um, Amy Baker, who I work with at Spectrum Academy, the the funds are donated to get new equipment, new supplies, um, whatever may be needed for the school. So it's just a we've been so fortunate to have that connection throughout the years. Do you have like a goal amount that you're trying to raise for Spectrum Academy? We so over the years we've been able to raise several thousand dollars that we've been able to donate. I always have the personal goal. I want to make sure that we get at least ten thousand dollars to them, and then. There's a lot of donations, which is which is so fun that come in in um, pr- um, like product or gift cards, and when we we can donate those things to the ch- the spectrum as well, and they can use them for their their galas or their events that they hold. That is so. So how can so it costs money if somebody registers to be an artist yes. into the event? Yes. I mean, is that the only mm-hmm. way you're raising money or is it, I'm, I'm assuming it doesn't cost anything to get into the event. You're right. You're right. It doesn't cost anything to attend the event. Um, we, the other sponsorships that are raised, um, we have lots of local businesses who are, who are so amazing. Um, they, we, they help us put on the event, help us cover the causes of the event. And then anything raised above that, is donated directly to the charity. So it all runs through a company and uh, not a company, a, fi- a 501c3 um, called Charity Squared. So cha- we partnered with Charity Squared. So I, I guess I should have told you this in the beginning. I work as an events coordinator mm-hmm. for the shops at Riverwoods in Provo. And we actually started the event. And the first year we started the event, we partnered with Charity Squared because we wanted it to be We'll have a charity aspect. Every event that we do, we want it to be tied to some sort of charity. So this one just kind of grew so big that we thought, okay, we'll be the host as the Shops of Riverwoods, and then we'll partner with Charity Squared, and then all the funds will run through Charity Squared, and then they donate the money to whatever charity we pick. That is so cool. So I was kind of curious, um, your, you know, what, what your role was. I knew you were the event coordinator and stuff, but I didn't know, uh, who you directly worked for. So that's cool that you work for the shots at Riverwood down there. I do. I do. And there's a board of people, there's a board of uh, members that, that work on chocolate block. So, um, there's, there's a few of us from shops at Riverwoods who work on the, the chocolate block board. We have a few of our sponsors who help with the board and then we consult with artists featured artists from out of state or some local artists so that we, because the trends change, right? I, there's a lot of ch- chalk art festivals. There's a lot of great chalk art festivals here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, so when I started my job at Shops Riverwoods in 2010, I was going through some of the old files and I got back to 2002 and there was these newspaper clippings 
And they were pictures of the, of chalk art and street painting at the shops of Riverwoods. And I, I mean, I'm from Provo. I had no idea that in 2002, way back in 2002, we did a chalk art festival back. And, I, and we were just really intrigued. Like, that would be really fun to start to do that again. And so I worked with one of my colleagues, um, Sherry Duffy, uh, down here at the shops of Riverwoods. And we, she's like, well, what if we, what if we go to Denver and check out, because Denver does a gigantic chalk art festival every year for years. So we flew out to Denver. I'm like, this would be so fun. We met some artists. Um, we, we thought, man, this would be great. We could, you know, we were trying to figure out how we would, we would do it because obviously Denver is different than Utah County. Right. Um, but (laughs) we wanted it to be, (laughs) we wanted it to be, to grow, to be a big festival like that, like a Denver, like comparable. So, um, we came back and we presented the idea and they said, great, let's do it. I said, great. I think we can pull it together in a year. It would probably take a year to plan it. Right. And then, you know, we, we would be, we'd be golden. And they're like, well, I think we want to, let's, let's do it. Let's hold it in September. And this was in June. (laughs) So we're like, oh, that, that's a quick turnaround. Well, let's see what we can do. But it was amazing. Once we got the word out, how the public responded, we got, we got, I think the first year we had probably 75 artists show up in 2012. And it was, it was so fun to see how it was crazy for us on our end to, to pull it together, but it was really fun. And then, and then we've just been every year rolling from there. We, we called some of the featured artists we met in Denver. They came out that first year to our festival and, and you know, the rest is history as they say. And here and you are here we, 11 here years are later. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, well, what is different this year? I mean, 11 years into doing this festival. I mean, how many years have you been the event coordinator for this festival? So I have been, I have been the event coordinator for all of the years. So, I've so, been involved. Wow. Okay. So all yes. 11 years. So you've seen yes. growth and you've seen change and you've seen yes. uh, what, what's different this year compared to say previous years even. So I think this year, this year, the last few years, we've, we've, we've been adapting. We've kind of been changing to the, to the times. There's some new, there's some, we've done some newer um, things with our artists where in the beginning, I mean, we, we've always given prizes for our winners, you know, we have categories and stuff, but um, the last few years, if you, one of the things that we've done and it's, it's been really fun for me to see is some of these artists have talked with us all 11 years and it's been incredible to see from where they start to where they are now and how many that's they're in they're participating in festivals not just here in utah but all over the united states and that's been really fun for us and so for me to see and so the last few years sorry going back to your question the last few years we've been able to if you win a category if you win one of the the you know categories we offer you the chance to be a featured artist the fall the next year's festival so we feature you you have a featured artist spot um you're recognized as a featured artist and then that makes room for a new group of people to be in the competition for the next year and then the featured artist after they've been featured for that year can come back to the festival um as a participant in the competition. So that's been one of the things we've, we've changed. And I, I've loved seeing, seeing that there's been so many, I like mind blowingly 
good pieces of art from, from the artists that come through. Um, we've also had, we also have adapted, we've done some of our pieces vertically. So, um, we've built these big vertical pieces, um, that we've had our featured artists do that way. So some are down on the street, some are on plywood painted with asphalt paint (laughs) instead of being on the asphalt. Um, and they're, they're big. And, and so, so it's just, just being able to change and do some of those things difference where you can kind of interact a little bit more with the art. We've also had a lot more 3d art the last few years. A lot of artists are um, learning that, you know, that, that medium and how to do that. And that blows my mind, you know, where you can stand in the picture and it looks like, you know, I'm falling into the piece or I'm being held up standing on, you know, a hand or whatever it is that they've put into the art piece. That's, that's also been the last few years, uh, really popular. Now, can anybody, I mean, or, well, actually, let me back up a little bit with this question. Is it too late to apply to be an artist? To, 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 okay. So not at all. And can anybody apply to, to be part of anybody? Yes, of course. Anybody, we, we, uh, anybody is welcome. We even have a bad artist, artists, even somebody like even me, a bad, <laughs> <laughs> even anyone, even if you haven't chalked as a, you know, a chalk artist before, anybody is welcome to participate. We, we welcome anyway, anyone, we have all ages participate. We have, we have parents who sign up with their young kids. We have, you know, teenagers who come and do it with their friends. We have high schools who sign up as their high school art class. Um, we have professionals who have been professional artists for years, and that is their job. Anybody is welcome. And um, actually, if you, if anyone listening would like to to sign up, we have a discount code for for those who listen. And w- um, what is it, that code? It, yeah, it's I am Salt Lake. Oh, there you go. Hey, yes. just like it's this podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All our co- case, and it'll get you fifteen dollars off artist registration. And any spaces in the letters, or does that matter? Or, nope. Or, okay. No spaces. Okay. All just I am Salt Lake, lowercase. And yeah, we would love if anyone's listening has ever wanted to try, you know, this this art form, or is curious at all, or maybe you feel a you know a connection to the charity. We would love, we would just love to have anybody sign up. And I'll put that discount code on the website too with this episode. So in case oh, uh, so somebody's much. driving or, or they don't have, they can't write it down. They're like, just, just go to the website and remember that. But yeah, the website is chalktheblockutah.org. Okay. 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 And it, uh, so this is, this events for three days. Three days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that when do people, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question. Like if let's say people wanted to come down there, I mean, when could they, if they came on the first day, can they see the people drawing the art or is, are people usually drawing the entire time or when, or is that even possible to see the people drawing? Yeah, no, it is. It is totally possible. And that is a great question. And I always tell people if people are close, a lot of people come down to see the progression uh-huh. of the art, right? Um, you're well, anyone is welcome to come. So thir- we start Thursday um, morning at nine and we go until nine every night. So Thursday, nine to nine, Friday, nine to nine and Saturday, nine to nine. I always tell people to come e- Friday afternoon and all day Saturday if they want to see more of the art more complete. Okay. Because the, and that's a really good time. You know, we have there's extra, we have extra entertainment going on. Um, we have a gazebo 
main stage. So we put, we have art all the way down the middle. Our shop has a, a main, our shops have a main street. So there's art all the way down the middle. And then we have a full parking lot of art. So there's a lot to see, a lot of fun um, activities going on. Besides the art, we have um, photo ops. We have um, great restaurants. The restaurants hold, hold deals for everyone who comes to the to chalk the block. So it's just, it's really fun. We have great shops that they can sneak in if you need a break from the heat for a minute and then you can sneak back out to, you know, um, view all the rest of the, the art. But I, yeah, that I would, I always tell people Friday from like five until nine, great time. Also all day Saturday. And the artists have to be completely done with their pieces on Saturday by three. And that's when judging happens. And then we do our award ceremony that night at seven o'clock. And so. can, can the public see what people yes. have won then at, okay. Yes. Yes. So what we do, once we've announced who's won, we go through and we put an award next to their art piece. So, so that people know what has been won. And we also will post those on um, our Facebook page, our Instagram page, so that if you came down and you didn't get to see, you know, who won, then you'd be able to know who won through social media as well. That is so cool. That is so cool. And, and well, speaking of social media, I mean, are you going to, are there going to be pictures of this at all on social media yes. that people, in case like, obviously we want to get people down to Provo, but what if, I mean, I got listeners out of state that might want to see it too. Right. Yes, of course we will post and on our website. So we'll post all, we'll post all the pictures on our website. Um, we'll post all the pictures on Facebook. We do several albums on Facebook and, um, we will also post them on Instagram. We, we post several. Instagram doesn't have as many, but um, if you want to see all of them, check out the fa- the Facebook page, which is Chalk the Block Utah and um, the website as well. What's the biggest challenge for you with organizing an event like this? Oh, there are, you know what, there's, there's a lot of challenges for an event like this. I think one of, in the recent years is there's a lot of festivals, right? I mean, yeah. chalk, chalking has become um, such a popular fun thing to do. I know there are a lot of the cities do their own talk events, which is amazing. Um, I've been to some of those. I mean, it's just, I've done this event for 11 years and I go to, go to these events. I'm just blown away at the talent that people have everywhere I go. So yeah, there, there's a lot of other festivals that people can be involved with, which is great. Um, the, I think that's been a challenge to for us to adapt and be maybe uh, different enough that we we can still pull people in and they still want to chalk at our festival. The, another challenge is um, we rate um, all the money to put this event on is raised. This the, is donated. So even though I help and I work for the shops of Riverwoods, we are donating our time and um, resources. And so that like to get donations, you know, is we've had we have such great response, but I think always raising money for an event, there's a challenge there, right. To make sure that, you know, we, we get those funds raised so that we can uh, support the charity as best we can. Um, weather is always one of the things that we, we, uh, battle. Do you get Um, nervous thinking that maybe it's going to rain or something? Yeah. Yeah. Especially like right now, right? (laughs) Yes. Wait, especially with our like nightly, uh, little sprinkles that we get, you know, I don't know. I mean, down here in Utah County, we've been getting some rain. Yeah. Well, um, just even the other night, this, that storm that came through and yes. it like, I mean, yeah. Yes. Yes. We've, we've had, we've had years of chalk the block where we've had 
um, rain. And those years are definitely, I would just give a big round of applause to the artists. They are so amazing because how, you know, hard it would be to, you've made so much progress and then a rainstorm comes and washes half of your piece away and you have to get back out there and finish it. I mean, our thing is rain or shine, you know, we're, we'll, we'll continue. Um, we have um, tips and tricks for our artists for helping cover the art and we help as much as we can if a rainstorm's coming to, to give warning, um, to have supplies there to help. Um, so, and a lot of people who, if they've talked with us, they've had a few years where we've had some rain <laughs> interfere, but, um, but yeah, that is definitely weather that is definitely a challenge that we and it's out of your control. I mean, there's nothing yep. you can do about it. So, I mean, it's, nope. it's and I mean, nope. you could look at the weather of, of what that's going to be, you know, even from today to when it, you know, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. Right. Right. So I, right. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a, an interesting one. And, and the, uh, I think it was our second year we had gotten some thunderstorms and I, I was in a full on panic attack. Like, what are we going to do? All of our, <laughs> all of our earth getting washed away. And I went and talked to one of our featured artists. She talks all over world, all over the world. Her name's Julie Kirk Purcell. She, she's like, Mikhail, we, you just got to keep, we just keep going. And she's like, she gave us some tips and she's like, we just have to wait it out. And I mean, it won't rain forever. <laughs> so, so it was just so great. She, it was nice to talk to those who had experienced it before, because I mean, in my mind, I'm like, what, there, rain, what, you know what I mean? I didn't, I was just not, it wasn't a thing because we'd only, it was only our second year, but I'm glad I experienced it in the second year because we've had other years that have had a lot more um, precipitation than others. And like I said, our artists have been amazing. They, they cover their art, they get back out there. Um, also the pastels, it's amazing. They take a long time to wear off. I mean, the rain, I'm not saying rain is a good thing, but the, when that pigment is down on the pavement, it can last for a while. So anyway, we're, I'm just grateful for, you know, if there's no control over the weather that we still have those artists who stick with us and, and still get their work done. So. And I'm sure this Saturday after this is all done, you're going to just sit down on your couch and be like, it's over. <laughs> it's done. I, I can it's, relax. <laughs> it's, it's true. I, I was talking to one of my colleagues um, who helps plan the festival yesterday. And I am like, I, my heart, like starting in the beginning of August till the festival's over, actually several hours, even a day after the festival's over, I am just the adrenaline's pumping, right? Just getting, you know, making sure the chalk gets here and we have our T-shirts printed and every all the sponsorships locked in. And, you know, the parking lot is prepped and we have security and, you know, all the list of things for for an event. Right. Are just coursing through my veins, through my mind. And and so it takes me a day or two after to, you know, just kind of calm down and not I try not to crash because it's been enough years that I'm like, OK, Mikhail, you know, go on a walk or do something to, to, you know, ease your, your, uh, adrenaline after all this is over. <laughs> well, and, and you mentioned you were the event coordinator. So I would imagine you're, are you, I mean, you're organizing events there all year round, right? Yes. So, yes, I mean, yes, you so. probably have five other events you're trying to organize right now. Yeah. So even right now we're planning Christmas. So that's a, that's the next big thing. <laughs> so you're juggling all these events around. <laughs> so the next big thing is Christmas. So we're talking about Christmas lights and Santa Claus and um, <laughs> Christmas too early. concerts, it's too early. Ice, sculpt ice sculptures. And, you know, what's our look going to be like for this year? So 
so yeah, there's several things in the works at once, but, but yeah, we, any other events you want to mention really quick? Why, why got you here? Oh yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we, so we do, we host, um, four big events at Riverwoods every year. And then we host community events too. So we have people call us from like, we're hosting the walk for Alzheimer's in a couple of weeks. And we we've hosted, um, Relay for Life in the past. And just, we, we host a lot of community events, which I love. That's also part of my job is be able to work with the community to host their events. So that's fun. But the, I think I would mention the next big thing we have, um, after Chalk the Block is we do a Dia de los Muertos with Utah Mama Latina, which is really fun. We do that in October. And then in November, it's our annual Lighting of Riverwoods event, which has been happening ever since the shopping center opened. And we have over 1 million Christmas lights that we light every single night. We do a countdown every night to light the lights. Um, And we kick off the Christmas season on November 18th at the lighting event. And we have ice sculptures and we have the community come and, um, participate with singing, um, caroling. Uh, we, our stores and businesses have deals on Christmas shopping early. So that one is so fun. I love that event. So cool. Santa Claus comes that night and then he's there every night until the 23rd. So it's, it's really, it's a fun time. We get to do these big, gigantic life, life-size photo ops. We have, oh, six or seven of these big photo ops that we do that are Christmas themes and interactive. You can interact with them. So it's really, it's really fun. I have a fun job. I do. I love my job. And, or, I mean, I've been there for 12 years, so I I better love it. I'm jealous. I wish I was the event coordinator, (laughs) you know, down there. That is, that is awesome. Well, you know, I don't want to hold you up much longer. I just have a couple more questions. I want to ask you really quick here, Mikhail, before, before I let you go, I, you know, I want to respect your time too. Um, but, you know, so there, I, I ask everybody that comes through the podcast, typically I'll say, hey, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk Salt Lake City, but obviously you're down in uh, Utah County. So I kind of want to want to gear it to Utah County here. Yeah. Uh, we, so my question is, is we have family and friends that visit us, right? They, they come into yes. town. Maybe they're, they're coming from out of state. They're coming from the East Coast, the West Coast. And then they say, hey, give, give me a tour of your city, of your town. Show me a couple of your favorite places. Is there... Is there like one or two places that you just insist on taking people to? Oh, down here in Utah County? Yeah, well, in Utah County, I mean, when I ask people, I say Salt Lake, but I mean, people even say things like Park City or, you know, uh, the Great Salt Lake or Antelope Island or uh, Bridal Veil Falls. I don't know, right? I mean, there's so many amazing places to take people to. It's so true. I love how diverse we are. And like, you can drive an hour away and it's completely different landscape. You know what I mean? I just love it. I always tell people I love visiting Sundance. Um, I love going up there, you know, hiking um, Provo Canyon. Love, love going up to the canyon. My family and I enjoy that so much. I always want to take people. I always, I mean, I know that I'm partial. I always take people to the river woods because, you know, all the fun shops and, you know, Provo beach to play games and to eat dinner. I also, I love going downtown. I mean, downtown Provo has a lot of fun things as well, mm-hmm. you know, new restaurants, um, fun places to do a lot of fun art to see. They've got a lot of murals down there. So when I have family come in town, we just make, we make a, a day of that as well. 
any well you, you mentioned uh that there's good eating spots i mean any yes. favorites that you really like one or two that you're just like oh my gosh chris you gotta try this out any favorites okay so i like i said i'm partial i love i love la jolla groves okay um so fun the the atmosphere there is so fun you walk in and you're you're dining under lemon trees so you walk in and you're what? just surrounded by lemon trees. So fun. The It's a delicious cuisine. Um, they have really good soups, appetizers, um, and killer entrees. So I, I would say La Jolla Groves is probably at the top of my list. Um, when I come up to you guys, I love like the Market Street Grill. Okay. And yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, what's it called? I, I love the red iguana. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the top ones that come to my mind when I come up to Salt Lake. Anything you would change about Utah County, if you could change you could one change? or two things. And I know that's such a big loaded question and however you interpret that question, I mean, whether, uh, it's something impossible or something totally possible. I don't know. It doesn't. The first thing that comes to your mind. I think, so Utah County is amazing. I think sometimes getting places mm -hmm. is hard. Do you know what I mean? The accessibility, um, it's grown so much. When I was young, I mean, I'm from Provo. When I was young, Vineyard was just small. I mean, it is gigantic now, right? And you've got all the the new stuff going on over there. Yeah. I, and then when you go up to like Lehigh, you know, the, the it's just crazy busy, um, which is great. I mean, I'm glad that everything's growing, but maybe just some of the accessibility to the things in Utah County. I mean, I, I'm always shocked. I'm like, well, I didn't plan enough time to get here. I'm late again, <laughs> but, but just maybe getting around. I, I mean, that's one of the top things that comes to mind to get places more quickly. I don't know, just the accessibility. I, and I know we have all the awesome students from UVU in the area. You know, it also depends on the time of year for the accessibility. Totally. When fall hits, if you're going to go to Provo, you know, you got to plan extra time because you're in with all the BYU crowd, right? If you're going to go down into Orem, you got to account for the same thing for all the UVU students. So grown up, I just know I've grown up here. You just know, you just got to plan on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So fun chatting with you today, Mikhail. So fun Chris, talking thank you to you. So and much. I really appreciate you giving me a chance to talk about the festival and, and, uh, what, what it holds in store. And yeah, so grateful. When, when are the dates of the festival again? Let's run down the list as we kind sure. of wrap this episode up. I mean, the dates yeah. are August. August what? 25th okay. through the 27th. Okay. Okay. And it starts right, on the 25th and it goes all the way through the 27th. At the shop, it's the shops at Riverwood. Shops at Riverwoods, 4801 North University Avenue, Provo. Pretty easy to find. I mean, plenty of parking yes. there. Plenty of parking. We have plenty of parking. Easy to find. It's we are just south of the mouth of the canyon. Okay. We're we're like two or three minutes south of the mouth of the canyon. So right on University Avenue, can't miss us. If if you're coming from Salt Lake and you get off on the Orm Center Street exit, just come straight down Center Street until you meet University. We're right there. And what's your website and social media and all that if for people to connect with you and find sure. out more about the festival? Um, on uh, Instagram, we're at Chalk the Block Utah, Chalk the Block for Charity Utah. And then uh, at, online, we're Chalk the Block Utah um, dot org. That's our website. And then on Facebook, we're Chalk the Block Utah. 
So cool. And I'll put all of those links at IamSaltLake.com as well with this episode. Thank you again, Mikael. Uh, anything we want to quickly mention uh, before, you know, why we're still recording? Anything that we forgot to mention that you were hoping we would talk about? Uh, I think we kind of skimmed the surface with everything. I think we got it. I think it just, if you haven't had a chance to experience, come and experience it. It is, it's so fun. It's, a, I, like I said, of course I am partial, but it's so, and I, we're just this, a small part. The artists make it happen. They, they make the magic happen and it's just the, the possibilities are endless. And that's what I love about this event. It is different from any event that I've ever helped plan or helped coordinate. Um, yeah, if you haven't had the chance to come down, I just say make time, come down, check it out. Uh, you won't be sorry. All right. Many thanks again to Mikhail Law for joining me on this episode of the podcast. So much fun to learn about this event. So much uh, fun to uh, find out about these cool things going on, you know, up and down the valley here between Salt Lake City and Provo. There is all kinds of fun things to do. Hey, uh, all the all of the links for this episode are going to be at IamSaltLake.com uh, with this episode. So go check it out. Go connect with Mikkel. And if you want to uh, get involved in this event, I'd love to see some of your art there. Hey, like I mentioned at the very beginning, August 11th, this upcoming Thursday is the 10 year anniversary for this podcast. I'd love to see you guys there. It's at six o'clock. It's at title one. We're going to be barbecuing. We're going to be having a live podcast and we're going to have some fun. So on that note, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and whatever podcast app you listen to podcasts in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys.